everybody. Thank you for joining us. We are Unleashed No Judgments. I'm Jackie. And I am Tess. And welcome to this lovely recording for episode six. Woo! I don't know why that seems like so many. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But also so few. I don't know. Time is a weird, weird concept for me. Time is just, time is nothing but a constraint. I think that's a saying. I'm not sure. I'm like that bartender in Boondock Saints. Just make up my own sayings. (laughs) (laughs) See, that just makes me laugh because I was sitting on the couch with my fiance and then my sister-in-law was over and my mother-in-law was over. And I don't know why my mother-in-law was just sitting here. We were playing Dr. Mario on the Nintendo. And randomly, my mother-in-law is like, I want a new personal trainer at the gym, but I kind of don't want one because everyone that I've had so far are just such ass dicks. <laughs> we were like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, they're just all ass dicks. And she was so serious about it. And my fiance and I had just watched Boondock Saints like three days earlier. That Cole's like, starts just going off, mocking this bartender, telling her all about the Boondock Saints bartender. She had no clue. So he then pulls up YouTube clips of our favorite Boondock Saints bartender <laughs> and his Tourette's. And she was so halfway offended, but halfway joyed by this. <laughs> that it just makes me giggle every time you say that now. <laughs> because now in our group chat, he'll just randomly send the emoji of a peach and an eggplant. And she doesn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> me and my sister-in-law and fiance love it. So, sorry. There's my little side riff from that. <laughs> it just makes me super happy lately. Well, and my side riff, off your side riff, I just looked it up. And it's time as a construct, but I stand by it's also a constraint. <laughs> Perfect. But time as a construct is the actual saying. <laughs> My bad. It also can be a constraint when you got shit to get done and you feel like you can't. So speaking of shit to get done, you are five days away from your wedding. How are you doing? Yay. <laughs> I wish you, like, the listeners could see my face <laughs> not reacted of it's pure excitement, but then also, holy shit, I feel so, She's like... She's totally calm and relaxed, you guys. It's fine. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I feel so, like, underprepared, but also so overly prepared, and then I'm overthinking everything too much, and what else do I need, and we're not going to have enough stuff, and my fiance's laughing because I ordered... 14 dozen donuts and he's like that's too much that's like 170 donuts i was like but what if it's not enough what if we randomly have like 300 people show up or 200 people show up or we don't know how many people are going to show up because we were dumbasses and didn't put an rsvp on the open house portion of our wedding and people are probably gonna take more than one donut you can't just have one (laughs) you're supposed to be helping me on this not thinking i need to call and order another five dozen (laughs) Because what if only 70 people show up and then we have a shit ton of donuts left afterwards? Then you get to have them for breakfast. You can make bread pudding out of them. I live in the Midwest. Apparently, we like to use them as hamburger buns. I've seen people do that before. Don't (laughs) think I would. No, I would not either, no. Does not look good. I think Cole could get away with it even though he's going to be three weeks out from a fight following her wedding. So, yeah, they actually do that at a minor league stadium near us. It's the, you know, I don't know what they're called, but they do that. (laughs) They do that. It's in Illinois. It's in the metro area, metro east area. Yeah. Okay. 
I have no clue what they are either. I don't follow. <laughs> I don't follow enough sports in my own state. What? You don't keep up with the St. Louis locations? No. <laughs> oh, it's the Grizzlies. That's our minor league hockey team oh, out it? here in Utah. <laughs> but anywho. But yeah, no weddings in five days. Excited. Gateway Grizzlies. Gateway Grizzlies. <laughs> Woo. Go team. <laughs> um, no, it's exciting. We have friends coming in from out of state, which is interesting because kind of going off of what we talked about last week with the mask policies and stuff, I called my friend who's flying in from Virginia. I've just been like, hey, bud. So Utah's pretty much done with masks. <laughs> like they're <laughs> over it. There's a lot of places that don't have it. Yeah, like we we're done. Remember how you were given how you were so abashed that I was back into work last May in person and that we were opening stuff up. Yeah, I said so. She's like, no, I think I'll be okay because she talked about how she's vaccinated and it's helping her be more calm. So we have her coming in from Virginia. We have friends from Texas. We have friends from Florida. So we're really excited to see all of them. Yeah, just we are feeling mostly ready. I really wish I could have a fucking cocktail. I bet you do. But <laughs> I am going to be okay. I am surviving with my orange juice because apparently that's been my craving for the past couple of days is orange juice. Hmm. The acid doesn't bother your acid reflux or anything? Oh, it 100% does. GI issues oh, okay. are so real. <laughs> but it just tastes so yummy. Well, on Saturday, I will have some mimosas for you. Perfect. Please do. The things I do for you. Uh, you're an hour ahead of me? Yes. Yes. So at 3.30 your time is when my ceremony kicks off. I'm going to write that down. So you can, right around that time, you can be toasting our marriage. All right. Time is written down and <laughs> I will be toasting your marriage for you. Perfect. You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> but yes, wedding. Do you have any fun news? Do you have anything coming up? Um, actually this weekend, we are getting together with some of our friends that we haven't seen in forever. Don't know what we're doing yet. I think it's leaning toward food, but that could change. It could also be a barbecue. Okay. I think it's going to be one of those two things. It's either going to be brunch or a barbecue, or we could be quote unquote helping open up our friend's parents' pool, which is just <laughs> essentially us hanging out swimming. Including food, right? I hope so. Food is always needed. I'm just saying. Like, food is so important. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And speaking of food being important. So this past weekend was my cousin's eighth grade graduation. And I'm not exactly super close with my family. So I was actually kind of surprised to get an invite. Pleasantly surprised. But the invite said nothing about food. And it was at 2 p.m., so it was that awkward time where it's after lunch and before dinner. So we're like, ooh, do we eat before we go up? Do we have a big lunch? Right. Is there going to be food? Is it just going to be cake? It was at the golf course, bar, restaurant in my hometown. Not a lot going on. A lot of things just kind of wrapped up into one. So I reached out to my mom and she was like, I have no idea. I was wondering the same thing. Hmm. So she had to reach out to somebody. I was like, I swear, if there is no food at this place, I'm going to be so upset. Right? Like, one is at a restaurant. How are you going to not have food when you're hosting the party at a restaurant? But no, there was food. It was just Subway. Sorry, go ahead. No, Subway is fine. 
I just, I mean, you brought up a side piece of since when did third grade graduations? Oh, there was also cake and cake balls <laughs> and fruit. Sorry. Lovely. You're fine. I was going to say, so when did things like third grade graduation and eighth grade graduation and all of this stuff actually become a thing? I have no idea. I remember we had a kindergarten graduation. I'm 90% sure I had an eighth grade graduation. But I think for that, all I did was go out to dinner with my mom. We didn't have a party. You know, we didn't have any of that. We had high school graduation, of course. Absolutely, which I feel like is the most important graduation. I mean, kindergarten graduation, yes, I remember. And that was always a cute big deal. But I mean, even eighth grade graduation just seems weird to me. Yeah, it's like, what do you get the kid? Like, we gave them cash. Or sorry, why are we celebrating going to the next grade outside? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm skeptical. Listeners, I hope I'm not turning you off with that. But that's just one of my little, like, I don't quite understand it. Like, I get celebrating progress but the hell yeah like my mom was sitting at our table because it was basically just you sit where you could find a seat so tom myself and my mom all sat at a table my mom was like i don't remember having a graduation party for did you guys have an eighth grade graduation and i was like yeah we had an eighth grade graduation but i don't remember having a party for it I don't remember any of my classmates having a party for this. No. My mom's like, yeah, I think we just went out to eat. And I was like, I think so too. But here we are. (laughs) I don't know. Which I mean, I also can say that Utah was kind of weird when I was in high school. Well, when I was in school in general. That elementary school was K through 6th grade. Middle school was 7, 8, 9. And then high school was 10, 11, 12. Even though you were technically a freshman in ninth grade. And... You could still do all the high school sports, but you just attended the middle school. So ours was K through 8th grade, and then 9, 10, 11, 12 was our high school. It was a very small town. Okay. So you didn't have a middle school or a junior high. Interesting. No. Like, growing up in my hometown, we would go to these bigger towns for sporting events, and you would always see senior high school. I was like, the hell? It's not just high school? <laughs> Why does it have to be specified? Right. Like, what? But, again, we didn't have a junior high school. Ours was all wrapped into one, and so were the surrounding towns. It wasn't until we went into, like, the big cities that we would see that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, we're sheltered. Huh. I didn't know that was a thing either. (laughs) (laughs) But, anywho. So, you get to hang out with friends, barbecue, pool party, or brunch. Something. Something with food. (laughs) 90% 90% sure there will be alcohol. I don't know. So important. I just remember this meme that my friend posted of all women want is loyalty, orgasms, and food. Don't forget the food. Very important. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there is so much truth to that. It was written by a woman, so. <laughs> yes. Or a well-informed man. Yeah, either way. <laughs> Very honest. Did his research. Their research, absolutely. They, yes. Whoever's it may be. Sorry, I'm not trying to politically correct you. Oh, no, no, you are perfectly fine. So can I already jump in to what it is that I need to vent about? Because it's weirdly just like eating at me today. Jump right in. Perfect. Because this came actually, I had something else for today. And then this came up at work and I was like, oh my hell. (laughs) This is bugging me. So as you guys know, I am a therapist. I work with clients of all ages and we do work with, populations and substance use detox all that anyway so we have a staff meeting today 
and it gets brought up that one of our clients was having body odor issues last week while they were coming into office for groups and for therapy sessions and medication management sessions. So it becomes this discussion of like, oh, did anybody else experience this? Was this just me? And then like four or five of us realized, okay, no, this really was a common occurrence. It happened Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then again on Sunday when we had drug testing. But then somehow this conversation turned into a huge discussion of how do we tell this client that we are having issues with his body odor. And literally it took 25 minutes for us as adults and professionals at that to figure out who was going to call and how they were going to have this conversation with somebody about body odor. Yeah. And I'm literally sitting there, why is this such a complicated discussion to have? It didn't make sense with me. It really is just calling, hey, it was discussed in our staff meeting today that there was a consistent concern about body odor within different interactions with you last week and we want to have a discussion about it. Simple as that. Yeah. And people were freaking out. Like his therapist said that they didn't want to do it. Apparently one of our nurses last week said that she was so uncomfortable by it. She didn't want to do it. The prescribing doctor was so uncomfortable that she didn't want to bring it up. Our boss was finally like, well, this is a case management issue. So you need to have it. And she's like, no, I'm not comfortable having that conversation. I'm not doing it. Like what? No, it's just so uncomfortable. It's so, it's so not this. I can't say that to him. I can't bring up this body odor. And I'm thinking, why? Like, I get that it's kind of an uncomfortable conversation, but it just brings up like, why are people so hesitant to have those type of conversations? Yeah. And maybe he was stuffed up and couldn't smell himself. Yeah. Just so many. I've, I, I had my own theories and reasons like, and I don't want to break confidentiality. So sorry, listeners, if this kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger. There were many different discussions as to why maybe he was having this. But regardless, what is the point of us going around the whys maybe he's having body odor issues if you're not willing to have a conversation with him about it? Yeah. And it just brought up this whole thought for me of why do people struggle so much about having a conversation? Like, I'm sorry. If I have something on my face, if I have broccoli in my teeth, like, please tell me. Please don't let me go around. If I smell, please make a comment to me because maybe I have something going on. Like I said, like you said, I'm congested. I can't smell myself. Yeah, when I'm congested, I can't smell anything. And sometimes that's for the best. But if you can't smell anything and it's you, that's not for the best. Yeah. And you would want to know, I think anyway. I would. We are also more used to our own body odor. Yeah, we're usually the last ones to smell ourselves, I think. A lot of the time, right? Yeah. We all know it. We've all been there. It happens. I mean... We're human, guys. We're human. Sometimes we're wearing a hoodie that we don't think smells, and my friend's like, yeah, your hoodie kind of doesn't smell too great. Because I didn't notice that maybe it did have a different smell on it. Yeah, or maybe you were sweating earlier, and you didn't think much of it because you didn't sweat that much, but maybe the smell kind of stayed with you. Or your deodorant's not working properly. Yeah. But, like, it just, it blew me away of, like, is this a just me thing? Am I just a blunt, forward brat of a person? I do think I would have a hard time figuring out how to tell somebody they smelled. Like, especially if you're not close to that person. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it needs to be done. Yeah. Sometimes if it's that bad... Maybe they're used to it by now, you know? I mean, you just sometimes need to do it gently. 
gently, kindly, <laughs> with care, with respect for the other person. Absolutely. Right? Doesn't need to be degrading in any way, shape, or form. And I mean, obviously, I'm going into more of the serious piece with, I'm a licensed trained therapist. It is my job to have the uncomfortable conversations where it broke my heart when I had to have this conversation with one of my kids about, I assumed that it was just a 16-year-old teenage boy who didn't really know much about his own body odor and proper hygiene. Come to find out, mom had lost her job. They didn't have enough money for laundry soap. And so they were trying to wash their clothing with dish soap because that's all they had at the house at the time. Yeah. And he didn't know that it wasn't getting the stench out. But that also opened the door for us to be able to have the conversation to provide for him resources to get laundry soap. And that's also hard because financial difficulties is another huge insecurity for people that absolutely it's not always easy to come out and say, hey, I need help. Asking for help is hard enough anyway, and then throw in the financial aspect of it. And it's it's almost like it's taboo sometimes. Like, Oh, yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. And so, like I said, that's more obviously the more serious, harder discussions. But I'm just saying, for us as humans, once again, if I have something stuck in my teeth, please tell me. Or if, you know, as we're females, if my eyeliner or mascara is running, can you let me know I look like a raccoon? (laughs) Or that drunk girl who's in the bathroom crying and all of her makeup is running? Can you let me know so I don't walk around looking like that? Yeah. No shit. Like, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. I, so at my bridal shower, right? Y'all had heard it. My bridal baby shower. My wholesome moment was my mom giving me the sweaters from my grandma and how I immediately started crying. Yes, I cried. I had a full face of makeup on. I then proceeded to walk around my bridal baby shower for the next hour with mascara smeared underneath my (laughs) my eyes and nobody said anything. I'm like, I took like 20 fucking pictures, y'all. Like, are you kidding me? Nobody could tell me, hey, go wipe under your eyes. They all want to use filters, but they don't want to let you wipe under your eyes. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Like, I was like, I literally just stared at myself in the mirror. I was like, you're kidding me, right? You're kidding me that nobody could point out that I had mascara drips and an under black eye lid. Like, just what? I mean, there was one time when I was working, I had some kind of food on my face that had flung up from a mixer and no one told me I went to the fucking grocery store and walked (laughs) around and nobody said anything. Yeah. Like I don't understand it. People like tell me (laughs) whether it be a conversation of the more awkward conversations of, Hey, you have body odor to, Hey, you got something in your teeth right here or Hey, there's something on your face or your cheek. Hey, did you dunk your face in cake batter? No? You got something on your face then. Yeah, or hey, there's something in your hair. Like, why the hell are we so afraid to not say something? Like, I get that people are insecure and they're too worried of hurting other people's feelings. But God, it makes it feel so much worse when I'm told two hours later that I've had something on my face. I think everybody is so worried about offending other people. Oh, yeah. Which, yes, please, please be conscientious, guys, of what you're saying to other people. Absolutely. We've said this a hundred times. Don't be like, ew, you got something gross on your face. Like, you don't want to be like that. But at the same time, ew, that's nasty. Ew, David. 
It's a Schitt's Creek reference. You wouldn't get that. <laughs> I also had someone tell me today that I need to watch Schitt's Creek, so it's starting to settle in a little bit more. Girl, if you do, I'm going to hack into your Netflix. <laughs> Put it on your list. <laughs> I will do it after we are done recording. I will go put Shit's Creek on my list. But anywho, be aware of what you're saying to people and how you're saying things. Absolutely. But stop being so fucking afraid to say something. Especially if it's something like, hey, you got some jelly on your shirt. Because that happened to me the other day. I didn't notice that I had dropped a little drop of jelly on my shirt. On my white shirt, I had a nice big purple, not purple, red, because it was strawberry jelly. Yes, strawberry jelly, not preserves, <laughs> on my shirt. And nobody had said anything until like my 11 o'clock client. I was like, I've been at work since 8 a.m., y'all. I have been around people for the past three hours, and nobody's going to tell me that I had a little drop of jelly on my shirt. Thanks. Like, I bleh, don't get it. Yeah, so back in the day, my mom and I used to go do our little Sunday fun days all the time. This was way back in the day. She would always have chocolate on her, like, all the time. Because she would just, like, drop it, like, a piece would fall, and it would, like, stick to her skin and melt as chocolate does, and she wouldn't realize it. And we are already out at this point, and I'll just kind of look at her and be like, you have chocolate all over you. How did you not realize this? Yeah. I didn't look in a mirror. <laughs> I was waiting on you. I was like, you didn't notice you dropped it? Right. She's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, well, you did. Thankfully, it wouldn't be on clothes or anything. It would just be on her skin so she could wipe it off. But I was always like, how do you not notice that you dropped food on your bare skin? I don't know. <laughs> it just gets me where I'm like, I, hmm. I'm struggling with words so hard because it's like I want to be politically correct but also just like kind about the way I'm saying stuff because this really got me heated today of just thinking like how it took 25 minutes for professionals sitting around a table to determine who was going to call a client and say hey we're having an issue with your body odor which first off that should have been their therapist job mind you secondary that would have been their case manager's job yeah my program director tried to swoop in and save both my program manager and my case manager from having to do this. I'm like, why? Why is this such a big deal? Like, seriously? Just send a note. Hey, next time you come in, please make sure that you take a shower first. Yeah. Or let's say they were jumping to conclusions. I said I wouldn't break HIPAA. Um, they were jumping to conclusions that there was a more serious medical concern. Right. That could potentially be happening with this client. And I'm thinking, okay, so if you seriously have this genuine concern about the well-being of this client and their self-care... You need to have this conversation. Or refer them to a doctor. Exactly. I mean. No matter what, you need to have this conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, that's my biggest thing is and just expanding out to people over sugarcoating stuff, people not being direct, people hiding things. Like it all kind of wraps into this whole thing of being forward and being kind about it. But yeah, letting people know if they got something on their face, letting people know if they got stuff that we got to do, got to fix. Yeah. And yeah, it is hard, especially if it's a stranger and you're like, ooh, they have something in their teeth. It's like, tell them. That's not a huge issue. They're not going to get mad at you. They're not going to be like, ugh, I was saving that for later. Like, no, you fucking weren't. Go to the bathroom, pick it out. And if they do, more power to them, right? I would rather be seen as the jackass that says something to somebody. Well, enjoy your snack. <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. 
But no, I'd rather be the jackass that overstepped or said something to me, to somebody of, hey, you got something in your hair, rather than the one who is on that huge long list of, huh, I wonder how many people saw this and didn't say anything. It's like if, I'm sorry, if you saw somebody walk out of the bathroom at the supermarket with a piece of toilet paper on their shoe, would you really not say anything? If I am in a position like it's loud inside and I can't say anything, I will actually try to either stop them or step on it to get them to stop. Funny story on that one, though. (laughs) And yes, it is embarrassing for me to tell, so here I go. (laughs) Years back, I was at a wedding reception for a cousin, I'm assuming, or a family friend, I'm not sure. I think I was in, like, grade school or junior high. I was in that age range where I was finding boys cute and you know that age well my cousins and I were walking out of the bathroom we're all around the same age we're all girls as we're walking by this table of quote-unquote cute guys oh the cute guy table they stopped us one of them stopped me and I was like oh hey and he was like hey how are you I was like oh I'm good what's happening I was getting really excited and he goes you have toilet paper on your shoe (gasps) (laughs) and you turn bright red i was like all right i'm gonna go die now bye yeah and you turn bright red and you immediately just want to cry oh yeah it was awful i just was like i'll go fix it i was like oh kill me now but it's also like did you look around your table of your or your group of friends and be like what in the actual hell guys like oh that never crossed my mind i was absolutely mortified oh i'm sure But now that you think about it, it's like, yeah, wait, why did any of my friends notice it or say anything to me? And I'm pretty sure that completely traumatized me and stuck with me because every time I leave a bathroom, I will take one or two steps where I'm looking down at my feet so I can check both shoes to make sure I have nothing stuck to my shoes. Yay, recovered memories. (laughs) Yay. Can't wait to lay in bed thinking about that tonight. Oh, geez. So excited. Can't wait to not sleep over that. <laughs> you <laughs> will kidding. get sleep. I'll sleep just fine. <laughs> but for real though, like. Yeah, that was, that was, ugh. Obviously it was so embarrassing that I've never forgotten about it. It's those moments, right? It's those moments that make a huge impact. Mm. So y'all, let's just not be, I mean, I get that we're being kind or maybe we might be too timid to say something. But that's my challenge to you this week is if you see something, say something. If it's something simple about like, hey, you got toilet paper on your shoe or you got something in your teeth or whatever it may be. It's like something about Mary. Hey, girl, you got something hanging off your ear. (laughs) It's not hair gel. It's not hair gel. Do not use that in your hair. If Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It reminds me of the day that I literally had a lady at smith's who's our local grocery store for those of you that don't have them in your area she was checking out well she was checking me out because she was our (laughs) i saw your chuckle there jackie yeah she was (laughs) she was i don't even know how to say that without saying she was checking me out she was our can't help it sorry what is it what does she do she's your checkout lady she's our checkout lady (laughs) and i mentioned to her hey you have you have lipstick on your teeth she's like My break was an hour and a half ago. I've been sitting out here with lipstick on my teeth for an hour and a half. And she literally almost started crying because she was so embarrassed that she had sat there for so long 
with lipstick on her teeth helping customers that she was mortified. And no one said a fucking word. No. People are the worst. And she's like, thank you so, so much. And I'm just like, it's... No, you're not going to tell your checkout lady if she smells. Right? Well, I guess you're not close enough to them to tell. If you are, then that's a side piece. If you smell something, say something. Eh. Gently. Gently. Kindly. Jackie, just so you know, you're going to have a package showing up at your house. Thank God. I am almost <laughs> out. Gonna have some pro- <laughs> it's going to have some product in it for you. <laughs> I actually brought this up because Tom reached out. No, I'm kidding. Fair enough. <laughs> Saying we have some concerns. Oh my gosh, the other day, poor Tom, we were walking through Walmart with my grandpa. Well, he was somewhere else. He gets into Walmart and he just turns into Speedy Gonzalez. So he was off doing his own thing. And we're like, all right, we'll catch you later. Good luck flirting with all those women because that's exactly what he does. And um, we're walking through the lawn and garden section trying to find a lawn chair that is not a hundred dollars why are they so expensive just want to lay outside <laughs> they're like all a hundred dollars i blame 2020 because everybody was home covid prices oh stop it already people although target does have one for 26 dollars, but i don't know that's a little cheap the reviews are also really bad so i don't know but as we're walking, I digress. So as we're walking, I look at Tom. I go, hey, is my eyeliner or mascara running? And he kind of looked at me and he's like, I don't know what you mean. Because <laughs> he looked at me for like a second and finally goes, I'm just staring at him. Just waiting for the answer. And he goes, I don't, I don't know what you mean. Oh, sweet man. I was like, do I have dark circles under my eyes? <laughs> do I look like a raccoon? He goes, no, I think you look beautiful. Oh, I, like, I was like, thank you. But seriously, is there anything black? I'm not fishing for a compliment right. <laughs> here. <laughs> this isn't one of those times. Ow. I don't know if you just heard that. I did. I thought it was you clapping. I looked down. What was that? Oh, that was me snapping my bra strap accidentally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Against my side. You don't do that to yourself. Ouch. You okay? Yeah. Do I need to send you a care package, Tess? Jeez, I'm going to need one after my wedding. <laughs> Y'all, wedding stress is real. Ugh. Girl, yes, it is. So I'm glad it's you, not me this time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, I think that's just so. I like that Tom went through the thought process of do I compliment her? She's setting me up. Is it going to start a fight? Like, I can just imagine <laughs> that that's everything that went through his head of just, oh shit, is this a test? Is this a test? Is this a test? Oh shit, this is it, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, this is a trick. I don't like this. You're beautiful. I love you. What do you want? Do you want chicken nuggets? Okay, bye. Let's go get tacos. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, I just... So I told him, he goes, no, you have nothing. You're fine. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Poor guy. It just... I don't know. But I will say, and again, this is kind of like self-deprecating, but again, back, you know, sometimes your deodorant doesn't work. And people don't want to tell you you stink because, well, that's rude. And people don't want to be rude because nobody wants to offend or upset anybody. But there's been times where I was, I was be like, I'd smell myself. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I am, I am ripe for the picking. So I would actually just go up to the bathroom at my work and I would just do a quick little bath. 
like just wash my armpits and keep going. Yeah. It happens. It really does. And there's nothing wrong with that. And especially for girls during your time of the month, things are, things are off. Yeah. During just anything, guys. Like, yeah, I think my message is not only be aware, but just, just be open with people. Like I am not a believer in sugarcoating. It is something that I do constantly work on because sometimes I know I can be a little bit too blunt. I'm the total opposite. But if you feel like you've said something too blunt, go back and apologize and explain what it means, right? Like, hey, I wasn't trying to be offensive. I was just trying to say la da 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 Whatever it was, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I think that was my biggest thing is just, I don't get it. I would rather be upset that someone told me I stink than go through my day having everybody think or know that I smell, and don't tell me. Give me an opportunity to fix it. Please and thank you. Like, please, yeah. I may not have, actually, that's a lie. I almost always carry an extra stick of deodorant on me. Because one time, I bought a six-pack of deodorant off Amazon, and one of those sticks did not work. Like, did not work. And I always carry a stick of deodorant because you never know what's going to happen. You never know if you're just going to get really hot or need some more. But if you don't have deodorant, you can still go wash up a little bit. Give the person a chance to remedy the situation. Ladies, one of my life hacks that I just, I don't even know where I got it from. I think I just stumbled upon this realization one day because it made me so happy. I, in a little baggie, obviously they're clean, keep a spare pair of underwear in the glove box of my car. That's pretty smart. Just for those moments that you have an accident where something, your cycle starts early right? Mm-hmm. Or we all know that swass is really weird, really real. I'm sorry, what? Swass is real. Swass, sweaty ass. Oh. <laughs> sweaty ass, swass. Swass is real, y'all, and we understand it. I thought they called that swamp ass. And sometimes, yeah, swamp ass, swass, whatever you call it, <laughs> um, it's real. And sometimes it's just very uncomfortable to sit in. So if you got to break into your emergency pair of underwear like go grab it out of your glove box if you're at a restaurant or you're on a first date and for some reason he wanted to go on a picnic in the park and now you're going to the movie theaters and yeah gonna have that temperature change let's let's change it like i don't know just like your deodorant stick that you have just be prepared the extra pair of underwear the deodorant i used to carry a toothbrush toothpaste and floss with me i have those in my car for my dentist I have never met a dentist that did not give the mini toothpaste, the mini floss, and a toothbrush at every visit. Oh my gosh, I always do that because they have my favorite floss. And during 2020, I could never find it in the stores. It was always sold out. They always had their store brands, but those would always kind of fall apart while I was flossing. And then I would spend more time getting the floss out of my teeth than I spent actually flossing. So I would always be like hey do you guys have any floss can i please get a toothbrush package thing i always felt weird asking yeah see and i've never had to ask oh see i've never had to ask they've always offered but for me it's like i also don't like the quality of the toothbrush that they give 95 percent of the time oh i use an electric toothbrush those are just like if i travel or something i take that exactly so why not leave it in your car true that's actually a good good idea why not have that in your purse somewhere or something available for you in those moments? I have one in my desk in a baggie. 
on those days where, like today, my coworker and I went out for hamburgers and they had the most amazing Parmesan garlic fries at this restaurant. Oh, that sounds so good. But I also knew, and this one has like, they have fresh garlic on it. I also knew Parmesan garlic fries is going to make my breath smell. Let's have something available right there so I can brush my teeth. True. So I will get off my horse here. (laughs) Climb on down. Long bent short, guys. (laughs) So long story long. um... (laughs) Long story long. I encourage people to not be shy about having that conversation. Having those conversations. Point it out. Try it out. Just kind of think about how would you like it if it was you? Would you want someone to tell you? If so, tell them. And if you're not sure how to say it, how would you want somebody to say it to you? Exactly. Because a lot of the time, if you're not sure how to say it to somebody, think about how you would want it said to you. Exactly. Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I'm not quite sure how to tell this person that they've got something in their hair. Huh, how would I want to hear that? Hey, ma'am, you got something in your hair. Cool, thank you. That's how I would want to hear it. Yeah. And no, obviously, one shoe doesn't fit all, but it's still a better thing to live by. Oh, yeah. Also, I guess a secondary challenge of if you see something, say something. That goes for compliments, too. My friends and I, at one point, had a agreement where once a week, we would give a random compliment to a stranger. And then we would have to text our friend group what the compliment was. So I was like, oh yeah, I complimented a lady's shirt at the grocery store today. I complimented a guy's baseball cap in the post office line. Just things like that. I complimented my Starbucks barista on her haircut. Whatever it may be, a random compliment to a stranger, how far that can go for somebody. Exactly. A random act of kindness. And we have, and our our schnooks, we have our baggage guys. One of them is super judgmental, like in the best way possible. These are usually people with like a disability. They are just the kindest, nicest people you could want to interact with. But one of them is so judgmental and I absolutely love it. It's so funny. The first time we ever interacted with him, somebody was saying something over the intercom and his response was, hey, so-and-so, why don't you just shut up? Like, talking to himself, and I was like, (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) Right? You're awesome. But one day, Tom was in the store. He was wearing, I think, either a Cardinals or a Blues shirt. And he goes, hey, I like your shirt. And Tom came home, and he goes, he liked my shirt. (laughs) I was like, he never says anything nice to me. (laughs) So. So you were jealous of the compliment. Very much. Very much, yes. It's not fair. But it just like, I don't know, today, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I think a lot of it was just because I was having a really, really tough morning. And so to a kind of long, I just kind of went through my checklist of people. And Jackie, I'm sorry in advance that you didn't get one. Yeah, rude. But I just sent a text message to my friends that just said, love you. Remember you're a badass. Hope your Monday's great. You think I suck? It's no big deal. (laughs) But just even I just sent that to, I would say like five, five to eight people. And so many of them were like, oh my God, I needed that so much. That was perfect timing. Oh, that was so great to hear. That was just what I needed. Like, so I did that for my friends and my loved ones. Why don't we do that for people at the grocery store? Random people on the street. 
the person helping you at the Carl's Jr. window. Like, whatever it may be. And that can be our thing. This week, say, or rather, give at least one compliment every day. Yeah. I'll hold to it. One random act of kindness. You don't know what that can do for a person's day or life or mental well-being. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so I would just strongly encourage it and I will dedicate to it and I will be able to report next week on our recording about it all. I will have to leave the house, but okay. (laughs) I think that's probably good for you to leave the house. Uh, Okay. Uh, Or even if you don't want to leave the house, maybe it's one of those what I did today of it's just a random reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Oh, I'll just yell out my window. As people are walking their dogs by, and it will just be compliments to their dogs. <laughs> the dogs. Or you can yell to your neighbor, good luck selling your lawnmower, sir. Oh, I may have his lawnmower sold for him. Oh, that's kind of you. <laughs> yeah, I sent out some messages. Oh, so this is, you guys are like, the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> so my elderly neighbor has put out three lawnmowers for sale today and he put them out this morning and I've just kind of been checking up just kind of checking on him you know people are sometimes not good mind you I get four or five creepy pictures of Jackie that from Jackie that she sent me uh footage from her neighbor and these lawnmowers today yeah I'm that neighbor guys (laughs) (laughs) so this one guy stopped by and I'm looking and this guy this old man is mowing a strip of his lawn while this guy is just watching him. And I'm like, oh, he's going to sell one. I got so excited. I just kept creepishly staring out my window. They were like diagonal neighbors, so they couldn't see me. It's fine. <laughs> so I take some pictures, and they just keep talking. And then the guy leaves. And like my heart sank for this poor old man who's just trying to sell his mowers. So I keep looking. Every now and then. And then this guy walking his dog stops. And he's looking at the mower. Seems really interested. They're talking for like 10, 15 minutes. I also sent you a picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a lot to do today, okay? <laughs> Clearly, guys, Jackie needs something to do. I'm very nosy, so I, it's what I do. But at the same time, I didn't want anything to happen to this poor, sweet-looking old man. So then that guy leaves. So I send a text to my mom and her fiancé, seeing if they would know anybody who needs them. And as usual, when you text my mom, she doesn't text you. She calls you. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm sure she's just going to say something. And I'm like, this could have been a text. Okay, cool. So I answer. I'm like, hey. And it it was right before, like, we were scheduled to do this. So I was like, hey, I can't talk long. (laughs) I have the best out. You are welcome to give you an out from talking to your mother. I mean, I couldn't tell her why, because again, she doesn't know about this. <laughs> God forbid I give her anything else to bitch about. <laughs> and to my surprise, her fiance was like, well, how much for the yellow one? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. This is all happening from my living room. So <laughs> I've never actually talked to the guy. I'm just <laughs> creeping and selling his lawnmowers for him. Like I'm at the point where I feel bad for him so I'm maybe gonna go take a picture of him and put it on Facebook marketplace try to help him out I'm sure he doesn't have social media he's like 70 or 80 why don't you ask first although my grandpa's 94 and has Facebook so so I'm gonna go over tomorrow because he's interested in all three he's like I'll buy all three for x amount of money 
And I was like, well, it's, you have to come pick them up. He's like, that's fine. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to walk over and ask how much he wants to sell all three of them for. And if it's more than what they are willing to pay, then I may ask if I can take a photo of them and post them on social media for them. Because right now they're just sitting on the front lawn of his house. Yeah. And the only traffic we get is our neighbors and the vast majority of the people in our neighborhood don't mow their own lawns. So. Ooh, fancy. Oh, I know. We mow our own lawn. You also break windows when you mow your lawn. That's fair. <laughs> Which, still waiting on that quote. Oh my god. Yeah, I think you just need to buy a new door there, bud. Seriously. I think that's just where you're at, considering oh that gosh. they took your door frame and it's been how long now? Too long. Now it's just a painful reminder. It's just my failure. Wasn't that episode like two? Just staring at me. I think so, yeah. So that was like episode two. We're on episode six. We took a break one week. So it's been like a month. It's been like a little over a month. It's been a solid five weeks. Yeah. Somebody stole your door. (laughs) Every time I go out to clean the sticks and limbs up from the front yard so we can mow, it's just staring at me. (laughs) It's a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. Did you have anything that you needed to vent about or get off of your chest today? Hmm. Not particularly. I really thought I was going to, seeing as I did see my mom yesterday, but that surprisingly went well. She just said one kind of weird comment where Tom and I were both like, what? So every time like my family gets together, whether it be for thanksgiving a social outing whatever they always congregate together which makes sense they know each other they're gonna sit together my mom was trying to make a point of saying that and we're just like i don't think you're making the point you think you are but okay you're just kind of stating the obvious well yeah remember at your wedding all the family just ended up sitting together at this around the same tables i look at her i go yeah because they had seating assignments those were their tables they were told to sit at. My mom was just like turning her head like she didn't hear the statement. And Thomas kind of looked at me like, duh. Duh. <laughs> like, they're at a wedding with seating assignments. They're going to sit at their tables. Right. They're grouped together. That's how it works. I mean, you would hope that people would respect the seating assignments. Yeah. Especially during COVID world. Right, yeah. So, at our reception, his family and friends sat on one side. My family and friends sat on the other side. We sat everybody with people who they were comfortable sitting with. So my family, surprise, surprise, sat together. Even if it wasn't COVID, they were going to sit together. It didn't just happen randomly. (laughs) I am so happy that I do not have to deal with seating assignments at my wedding. Guys, like, I really hope they can all be adults enough. So, yeah, I'm just so excited. I don't have to deal with that. That's good. Yeah, that was difficult for us. We're just like, oh, this COVID really threw a wrench into this. We had a couple tables that just had three people, some that had like two. And then we just had spare tables of nobody in case they just kind of wanted wanted all that distance to separate and sit by themselves. Yeah, we we're like, let's just cover all our bases. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I had... A fun, wholesome moment that is not actually nephew-related. It is also not fiancé-related. I went to... First off, it was just kind of funny. 
I went to dinner and drinks. Well, obviously I didn't drink, but dinner and drinks um, last week with my friends for one of my best friend's birthdays. And thank you, COVID, for lifting this restriction. One of the bars that we like to go to has a photo booth in it. Oh, fun. And it's really fun. And I had not seen the photo booth open in well over a year because COVID. And so for my friend's 32nd birthday, me, him, and his girlfriend all tried to squeeze into this tiny little photo booth and got one of those old school photo strips. And it just made my heart so happy. Like, I forgot the simple joys of things like that. Like, yes, I love taking pictures. Of course, on your phone, it's always fun because they're so convenient. But being able to physically have that photo strip has seriously made me so damn happy. Like, yeah, just that simple pleasure of it. Aww. That's like genuinely my wholesome moment right now is just being in a photo booth, <laughs> especially with my best friend and us trying to squeeze in. And he's like, we can all fit. And kind of thankful that one of my friends was being a bummer because he was being a complete Debbie Downer during our other friend's birthday. And he refused to come into the photo booth with us. It would have been such a mess if all four of us tried to be in there for real. But that's good. So much fun. So much fun. Simple pleasures, guys. That's like my main wholesome moment is that I am really excited because my mom is coming up tomorrow for my final dress fitting and she's going to bring my nephew and the playground right down the street from my house is finally open in my little townhome subdivision. HOA finally opened it. That'll be fun. And so I'm just excited to go swing on the swings and play (laughs) with my nephew on the playground tomorrow. So that's my future wholesome moment. (laughs) So if that's a thing. It's a thing now. I'm making it a thing now. It's just something to look forward to. But yes, what is your wholesome moment, my friend? So my wholesome moment, I kind of have two. One is we went to the zoo this week. Ooh, the zoo. It was so much fun. We got to just walk around and look at all the animals, as you do at the zoo. But the animals were actually out. And they, some of them were really active. And that was so exciting to see. The cats, of course, were napping, as cats do. We didn't get to see the polar bear. Not sure where that is. It wasn't there. The penguins we were really excited to see because penguins are some of my favorite animals. But because the Penguin Cove is such a popular exhibit, you had to get tickets at the gate. The tickets were free, but they basically just kind of staggered the times that you could go. So not everybody was in line. But we didn't know that. So that's going to be a future zoo visit. Okay. And of course, the sloth, my favorite animal, was napping. Oh, I didn't know the sloth was your favorite animal. Oh, I love the sloth. That thing is my spirit animal. Ugh, it lives my best life. Yeah, I love pandas. Oh, I do too. They didn't have pandas. Um, The prairie dogs. Oh my gosh. Those things are the cutest little things. There were so many of them, and they were so active. They were all just running around, eating, playing. It was so cute. They had little baby prairie dogs. Oh. Oh, it was so cute. We sat there for quite a while and just watched them and took a bunch of photos. Oh, my gosh. They were adorable. It was so much fun. It was nice. It was a beautiful day. Once you're inside... If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. So again, it was just kind of like normal. We had to wear the mask going into any indoor exhibits. 
which wasn't a huge issue, and you had to wear the mask once you entered. But other than that, you didn't have to wear it. It was a really good time. Good. That's awesome. I love it. And my other small wholesome moment was my grandpa got a new popcorn maker. Oh. It was an air popper. And we took him home from the graduation party. And he just had to show us how this popcorn maker worked. So we're like, okay, well, we'll watch you make it. He had me measure out the popcorn form because he couldn't see that well. And he made his popcorn. He was so excited to show off his little popcorn maker. And as we're getting ready to leave, so, well, he also has this old popcorn maker that he tried to give us. We're just like, no, we don't eat that much popcorn. We don't also have room to put this thing anywhere because it's a, it's a bigger one. Yeah. So we're like, no. Well, actually, what we told him is maybe the next time we come up, we'll take it with us, which was just a polite way to not take it with us this time. So he walks in, grabs a lid, pours all the popcorn that he just made in, and goes, here you go. It's for your ride home so you don't get hungry. Oh, I love it. So, <laughs> so we had this popcorn for for our ride home and a dirty dish to clean and bring him back. Says the girl who just said last week on the podcast, they are not a fan of popcorn. As I was eating it, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, I'm going to send Tessa a picture. Wait a minute. I just told her I don't like popcorn. <laughs> I would have loved it. It still makes me giggle. I couldn't turn it down. My grandpa offered it to me. Actually, I did try to turn it down because I didn't want to take his popcorn. And so, of course, I was like, do you want me to stay and help you make some more? Well, I've been making this my whole life. I don't need your help. Right? (laughs) I was like, oh, my bad. Okay, shit. (laughs) So I was just being polite. But no, he was. It was really cute. So I told Tom, I go, he's just going to keep giving us parts of that popcorn maker until we just take the whole thing with us. (laughs) <laughs> that was his trick he's like here have this popcorn take the lid then next time take the rest I think I started my wholesome moment by saying it wasn't wedding or nephew related and then I somehow added on a nephew related <laughs> secondary wholesome moment by saying the playground thing tomorrow well the first one wasn't so the first one wasn't the main one wasn't I didn't expect to think about the playground I think I'm just really excited I'm really excited for my wedding dress fitting I'm really excited for seeing my nephew and for my mom to drive up with my nephews, it's about a 45-minute drive. That's sweet. So she is braving a 45-minute drive with a five-month-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old that does not stop talking. Oh. <laughs> it means a lot. To, it means a lot to me that she's coming up here. Well, that's wonderful. I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you to get married this weekend. Yay. Yay. <laughs> then fight. Then baby. Yeah. And then no more sleep. Yay. Oh, God. I don't get sleep anyway. Good for you. <laughs> Which I guess, and I mean, I know we're kind of going backtracking. This brings up another kind of funny, it's a been a very opinionated comment of people giving me crap for not getting a hotel or anything the night of our wedding. And the fact that we're going to have house guest the night of our wedding. We're just like, okay. <laughs> like, we genuinely don't care. I know I'm going to be so damn exhausted because, y'all, I'm 30 weeks pregnant as of Thursday. As of this upcoming Thursday, I'm going to be 30 weeks pregnant at my wedding. It's going to be a long day. I'm going to be bloody exhausted. I don't want to go sleep in a bed that is potentially not mine. Well, not potentially not mine. That will not be mine, right? By going to a hotel with pillows that I don't know if I'm going to enjoy or not. Having to pack all my shit on top of our wedding that day. No, I want to go home to my bed, to my stuff right there with whatever sweats I decide to put on. Or t-shirt I decided to steal from my husband at that time. And 
just enjoy it. And yeah, we're going to have house guests because I have a friend flying in from Virginia. We have a fun fr- friend flying in from Texas. They're single in their early 30s and they're paying a pretty penny to fly across the country for our wedding. Yeah, why make them pay more? Exactly. So I guess there's my little side vent of people being very opinionated about how weird it is that I'm having house guests at my wedding. Ooh, I have another solution. It's your fucking wedding. They're your friends. <laughs> I'm sure you've already discussed it. And you know what? It costs absolutely zero to do. Mind your fucking business. Exactly. This is not when you say something. This is not having broccoli in your teeth, y'all. This is not having body odor issues. This is, yeah, we're going to have house guests at our wedding. Well, house guests the night of our wedding. Who cares? And sometimes that's fun because then it's just, it's a constant celebration. Exactly. With your loved ones. Or we're going to go home and pass out. You're not going to keep partying, my goodness. No. I already told them, y'all got to be out of my house by Sunday. So they're both flying out Sunday. Monday is a holiday. Cole and I have the entire day Monday to sit back and chill. Just the two of us. And that's when we're going to celebrate it. Yeah. Or it might just be like yesterday where we sit and watch Netflix all day long. And it was lovely. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what we did. I really hope that my microphone just picked up Cole saying suck it in the background right now. If he, if it did, it's going to get left in. <laughs> Hi, Cole. And you suck it. <laughs> that wasn't to you. That was to all the naysayers against us having oh. house guests at the wedding. Because he just walked downstairs <laughs> from the shower and heard my little rant. Well, then, JK. <laughs> oh. Oh, he said, no, he didn't say suck it. He said Sega. Oh. Because we not only watched Netflix, we were also playing Sega Genesis. <gasps> oh, I'm jealous. That was my first video game console. I win good wife status because for Christmas, I got him a Nintendo NES, the one that has all the built-in games. Oh, nice. And then you can actually find it on Amazon. I had one, but then my ex stole it. In 2016, Sega released a all-in-one Sega Genesis that had like 80 games preloaded, included all the Sonics, all the Mortal Kombats, everything else. But it also takes the original game consoles too. So we've been playing Lost Vikings. Never heard of it. That game is so damn hard. (laughs) It's so damn hard. I never heard of it either. We literally spent like six or seven hours on our pre-wedding honeymoon playing this game. It's about Vikings that get sucked up into space. And they have to go through all these different levels. Well, all right. It's very hard. <laughs> I'm still playing Animal Crossing on my phone, so it's going well. I'm on level like 89 now, so. <laughs> I have never downloaded that. I never planned to download that. Be pretty cool if you did. So I'll leave that for Cole's cousin who got Animal Crossing tattoos down her leg. She loves it. That is a pretty serious commitment. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I think I need to go feed Cole, because he just got home and he's sitting on the couch eating chocolate and potato chips after coming home from a two-hour workout. Healthy. I am jealous of his metabolism. (laughs) So jealous. (laughs) And it's probably, I should probably eat because it's 8.45 and haven't had dinner yet, so. Oh, yeah. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta get that food in ya. You gotta, you gotta feed Charlie. Gotta feed Charlie. Well, on that note, listeners, um, we will, well, I will bid you good night, even though you're probably listening to this in the morning or on your run or whenever it is that you are. And I will bid you whatever time you're listening to this. But for us, 
It is night. Yes. I feel like that's our closing now. But when we publish it, it will be day. That is on you. That is not on me. It could also be at night, so I don't know. Whenever the hell this gets posted and you press play, thank you for listening. Have a good night, guys. Good day. Yes. Whatever. Good night, good day, good snack time, good dinner time, good good time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. I really blew it on that one, but I think I'm going to leave it in. Go for it. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Email us at unleashednojudge at gmail.com with any ideas, stories, feedback, or just anything that you would like to discuss with us. Again, that is unleashednojudge at gmail.com. U-N-L-E-A-S-H-E-D-N-O-J-U-D-G-E at gmail.com. Thank you.